This podcast cannot nor should not be described as safe for work or minivan friendly. Listener discretion advised. Uh, welcome everybody to the recasting call. This is the place where we take old movies and add some new favorites. If you guys have been here before, you know how this works, but today's panelists include myself this time. I actually get to have my say. And of course, Jeremy is back with us this, this month. How are you doing there, sir? Uh, always doing good to come back here. And this is actually a movie I'm a virgin to, so I enjoyed the hell out of this today. So you've never seen this before. No, I never. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen commercials for it my whole freaking life, but like I never, just never actually sat down and watched it. Oh, this is a this is a classic classic movie from my childhood. Jay, first time guest, how you doing there, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It is definitely one of my all time favorite Christmas movies. Um, easily in my top five. I won't say it's my top three, but it's up there. Um, great memories. Looking forward to doing this recast. It, it's it's definitely in my top 10, uh, but it's also one of those movies that you can't watch throughout the entire year. It's definitely a Christmas movie. Uh, there's other movies out there like Home Alone and stuff like that. You can enjoy that the entire year, year long. This is a movie that once Thanksgiving is gone all the way up to my birthday, which is like January 20th, that is a perfect time to watch this movie. For those people out there that are listening but didn't actually catch the cover photo, we're talking about uh, the 90s movie, the 90s Christmas movie or holiday movie, Jingle All the Way. Not Jingle All the Way 2, which is complete crap of a movie. <laughs> but we're talking about the first one with Sinbad, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, rest in peace to that man, as a trio in this one. And I am super happy because... I, I don't usually get to say my picks, like I, I said, but I love the casting that I have for this one, and I have multiple picks, and I can't wait to talk about it. But we're going to start with uh, Jeremy on this one, and I try to go, like, I'm not going to say least important to most important, but uh, because there's there's no... There's no small roles. There, there's no small actors, only small parts type type thing, oh, yeah. or, or whatever it is. I can't remember the line. As a thespian, I should know that line, but I don't. So we're going to start with Jamie on this one. Jamie is the seven-year-old boy that, uh, spoil this is a, there's going to be spoilers across this entire thing, but this movie is like 30 years old. So if you haven't seen it by this point, consider this your spoiler warning and Go watch the movie sometime this, this holiday season. Jamie is a seven-year-old boy who was searching for a special toy, and his father did not get him. And, of course, just like Elmo back in the day, nobody has it in stock. We're going to talk about this little boy right now. I have, and I can't tell you where this little girl has been, but hopefully you guys have, have another system to look this up. A Sunday Curry. Little girl. Jamie is a unisex name. I would like to bring this movie and change it up a little bit with a little girl in the role playing with playing with like uh, not only dolls, but like a quote unquote action figure. <laughs> They're not just for boys anymore, man. They're not just, they just for boys injury. back in the day. Some yeah. of the most, I know some pretty badass women in mm. my life, and they played with dolls in the past, and they played with action figures in the past. Majority of my friends played with wrestling figures, which is a completely different thing. But Sunday Curry, who is probably one of the beautiful little girls that I have ever seen, just flat out. If you guys have a chance to, to check out a picture, I would. I just I just did. She's not she hasn't been in anything really that I've ever heard of. But yeah, yeah I looked her up too, and she looks amazing. She is she's cute, cute little girl. Uh, so I think just off of looks alone. And Jamie is a really hard role to go off of because there's not a lot of child actors below the age of 10 and this is a role of a seven-year-old so sunday curry jeremy who's yours uh well i mean i can't i can't think of anything i've seen lately with like little kids in it that are memorable but 
So I went, I thought about my own kids and kids they like to watch. And I'm like, all right, they're going to do this movie over again. They need a star, a kid star that will bring some star to this role. Ryan from Ryan's World. And I, I make up for, I make up for the change in race later on too. But Ryan's World is a YouTube show. If you haven't seen it, where this kid and his dad do all this imaginary, like superhero stuff. And it's like one of the highest grossing. You work at you work at Walmart. You you've had to see Ryan yeah, Reynolds freaking. Uh, but I, say, I thought Ryan was white though. I mean, am I not thinking about the same person? No. R- no, Ryan he, is Asian. Uh, yeah, a- okay. Ryan's Asian. Yeah. A- Asian American. White, but... There's a little white boy. There's a little white boy in there too that has. I have no idea. Very famous no on YouTube, but. Mr. Beast. White <laughs> boy. <laughs> not no. M- M- Mr. Beast is far from a boy anymore. Uh, he's probably yeah, eating like, yeah, like one. Foods, but... All right. Well, Ryan from Iron Worlds gets gets a nod on that one. Jay, who do you have for Jamie? All right. So I followed a lead similar to yours, and I was thinking, hey, let's upgrade it. No reason Jamie can't be a girl. And so for me, my pick is um, Ryan Kira Armstrong. Um, she was in the new Firestarter remake movie. I. S- Sooner on the list that I was going off of, but uh... yeah, and, uh, yeah, she's she's been she's been in a lot of big movies lately. Recently. Yeah, yeah, she she has she has some good chops. You know, she's thirteen, so she's at that age where she can play a little younger if she needs to. And uh, yeah, I think she'd make a really really good Jamie. She's in Firestarter, oh. the old way, Tomorrow War. Is she, she is she the one? In, is she the one? In, is she the one in Chapter Two that gets that like has like the marks over her face and that's and like Pennywise like tries to make her feel comfortable than eats her? You know, I she could be. I'm not sure. I saw. She, I see she's in it, but I can't picture who she is unless she's that girl. Gotcha. That might have been her. Either way, yeah, uh, Gloria Fuller. I don't remember the name of that girl, but I think you're right. Ryan Armstrong gets a vote on that one. Uh, Jeremy starts us off on this one. Who did you have for Liz? Liz, by the way, okay. for everybody out there, is yep. uh, the main character's wife. She keeps getting hit on through this entire movie by the creepy neighbor who will we also be getting to. All right. So for Liz, honestly, to me, there's a few. I thought of a few females that this could be easily for, but I want to explain why that boy is Asian with the father still being white in my recast. So I went with Constance Wu from Fresh Off the Boat as Liz because ah. she, she has like that kind of attitude where she will like y- like show yell at her husband non-stop so like it kind of like I could see her playing that role like and she's good looking and she's good looking enough to get hit on so right and she's hilarious so and a little com make her role a little more in this movie than it was yeah that's what I was thinking too like I, th- I think she had a little bit of comedic flair uh, one of the things about Liz is that she She's like on the verge of divorce from her husband because her husband's a, a, he's a he's a, a workaholic. He's a workaholic. He's uh, with the world today trying to bring men back into the family type thing. I I think uh, having somebody to play this role is a little bit more of a comedic role instead of being a harsh. I'm not going to say nag, but a harsher role towards him on the edge of divorce. I think it'd, it'd be a good idea. Jay, who's your Liz? All right, so for my Liz, I decided that I'm going to go with a uh, kind of multi-ethnic family here and go with Tia Mori. Is best known from the show Sister, Sister. Mm-hmm. And then she was also on the show The Game as Melody Barnett for quite a while. So that is my pick. I think she can kind of do the nagging, frustrated, but she can also do the comedy. And... You know, from the stuff I've seen her in, she also definitely can kind of be in your face. So, like, you know, when it needs to be those scenes where she's angry and she's upset, I think she can pull it off. Uh, I have I, I have three picks for everybody here on out. The, okay. The, uh, J- uh, Jamie was the only one that I had truly trouble with, and I just like, you know what, fuck it. I got one kid. I'm fine with that. Liz, I, I got one of, I think, one of Jeremy's favorite people. On, on my list, and that is Elizabeth Banks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say uh, Melissa McCarthy. 
Yeah, well, no, she's... I, I don't... Don't get me wrong, like, uh, she's funny and all. Like, Melissa McCarthy is funny and all, but I don't see her getting hit on a lot. Um, Just, she's been my woman crush Wednesday for a long time, buddy. Well, <laughs> uh, speaking of women crush Wednesdays, too, I also have a woman by the name of Eva Mendez. Ooh. I can who, see that. I can when, see you, that. when you go farther up, up my list and find out who my Howard is, you'll you'll know why I, I was going with her. And of course, the great Carrie Washington was my third pick. Not bad. On that one. Uh, the reason yeah. these, these three came to mind is uh, as far as as far as timing, comedic value, the age sets right with the three the three uh, Howards I have. They're all all they're all in their forties. I think going off of my pick for Jamie because Sunday's kind of she's a a lighter skinned mm. uh, little black girl. From what I can tell, so I can mix races on, on this one and still have it playable. Absolutely, I would like to throw I would like to throw Mendez in there. To be to be perfectly honest, I think she would have not only the the name value, but she would have the comedic chops to go off of that. Carrie Washington, who is uh, more known not more known, but as recently known for Little Fires Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah have been doing a lot of serious roles lately and I'm trying to avoid that. Elizabeth Banks, uh, although would be a comedic genius in this one, I think doesn't look as good as, as Eva Mendez to me. So uh, Eva Mendez would be getting my particular vote on that one. Jay starts this one off and we're going to go with Ted. Originally played by Phil Hartman. Uh, the oh, late yeah. great Phil Hartman. Ted is the, the naughty neighbor who keeps creepily in my mind hitting on Liz uh, and of course Liz is as I said before kind of on the verge of divorce to her husband so Ted sees Elaine and kind of goes with it so Jay who do you have for for Liz? Uh, sorry, you know, sorry, Ted. Ted was an interesting one to cast because I mean you have to find somebody that's kind of got that that like Farmy kind of look to him, you know, where you kind of love to hate him, but at the same time, he was a charmer, man. You know, yeah, all the women there, except for Liz, kind of eating out of his hand. So, you kind of get somebody a little charming. Um, so, I actually, you know, I had two choices I went with. Um, the first one was Ed Helms, just because I felt like Ed Helms could definitely pull that off. He has that look about him, he has the comedic timing to really pull that off. Um, and the other one I went with was Kevin Hart because I was like that'd be kind of cool I think Kevin Hart could pull that role off and pull it off well uh, but overall just because it meshes better with everybody else that I cast I went with Ed Helms mm. I actually have Kevin Hart on my list for someone else so interesting I for Ted again three people uh-huh. uh, if my paper would go I have, um, starting off the, the bottom of my list, I have a Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. Ooh. Mm. The, I don't know. The, I, only, I the, I only reason, the only reason I would say no on that one is, of course, Neil Patrick Harris is a is famously gay. True. Uh, so having him, having him play this role and having that as a nice little uh, Easter egg in the Whoa. background, people know. He he has done the entire womanized type situation. Barney Stinson. I mean Barney Stinson for God's sake. Barney Stinson. But I don't think he's as much as a smooth talker as my other other two that I have. Uh, My second place is of course Michael Weatherly. Uh, For those who don't know who Mike who Michael Weatherly is, who have seen the show NCIS, he plays Tom. Or played Tony. Uh, there's a chance of him coming back because he never actually did die in the show. He's also in the show Bull. I would love to see him turn on the charm type thing even more than Tony because Tony had the good looks. I want to see the charm turn on. But my number one pick, though, is from Lego Masters. Oh, yeah. And that is Will Arnett. <laughs> Seriously. Like, he is, he's 
with the exception of Lego that. Batman, he kind of plays slimy roles. Oh yeah. But he's a good looking guy and he can really turn on the charm and uh, everything else. So that my, I'm gonna go for Will Will Arnett. And of course, Ed Helms and Will Arnett are not too terribly far, far apart as far as standards go, so. Right. Jerry. Mm. Well, watching this movie this morning and seeing Phil Hartman, who I actually, and I, I don't think I really have seen him in a lot of different things, but watching him in this and I'm like, you know, you know who he's, you know who, who I'm seeing the whole time I see him in a scene. I'm like, John Cryer. Oh, because he did exactly the same role on Two and a Half Men for ten freaking <laughs> seasons, thirteen freaking seasons. <laughs> yes. And it oh. kind of goes with one. It, it goes with one of my other picks coming up too. But how old is John Cryer though? Like, he could, but dude, he could play younger. He, he looks. He, I mean, he, well, especially he, with he the bald head. I mean, he played Lex Luthor on 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 uh, Supergirl, and he looked a lot younger. Like right, he, he has that sitcom coming out where they're doing like the whole. Uh, I heard the reboot in Two and a Half Men with him and Charlie Sheen. Recently, really? yeah, he, he the show that he's coming out in January, uh, January twenty second. He's a recently divorced. Yes, I saw and loving it type thing. Yeah. Like him and his, his ex absolutely love being be, being recently divorced. I'm looking forward to that one too because it, it looks it looks intriguing. But and it has Donald Faison. I love Donald Faison. John yeah. Cryer is fifty eight, but it's weird because he does not look fifty eight. So I mean, and. Yeah, I mean, and the neighbor could be a little bit older too. What? Nothing wrong with exactly. a single guy being older. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Uh, going on to Myron on this one, played by Sinbad, um, Mr. Uh, Shazam himself, or not Shazam, Kazam. 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 Yeah. I don't fucking care. I remember that movie. Me too. Right I remember there. different parts of that movie. Everybody says, like, I can only remember that one part of the movie. It's like, no, I remember different parts of that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, there's different. I remember. I've seen it. I don't I don't have a copy of it because it wasn't that good. But there's, that's what it is. Um, is real, y'all. <laughs> but Sinbad plays uh, Myron here. He is another fellow father who made the same mistake that Mr. Langston did and didn't get the toy that his kid wanted uh, well before uh, this movie is set on Christmas Eve so outside shopping on Christmas Eve didn't get the toy he wanted and he's also the quote unquote villain if you would say there's anybody villain in this movie uh, on that one so my my pick for Myron again I have three um, I originally had Mark Wahlberg in there just no. just offset one of my one of my Howard Langston's because I, I, I and I, I'll, I'll mention that later. Uh, I also had Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. I knew that's what you had him for. <laughs> to go off of one of my, my other ones. But this one might kind of suit Jeremy's fancy, though. The person that I'm going to go with, because I think he can I think he can be a good villain. I think he'd be a very comedic villain. I also think he'd make a very good dad. And that is Keegan Michael Key. Okay. Uh, I could I could kind of see that. I mean, it would be interesting. Yeah. I could actually see him more for Ted than that, but I think he'd do good at it. Yeah, I like it. Oh, he he'd be great, Ted. He'd be great, Ted. He's such a he'd be great. Any part in this movie, except for, much. <laughs> yeah. Like the three, the top three roles, he'd be he'd be good in either one of them. So any of them. So there's that. Jeremy, who do you have for Myron? Uh, for Myron? Okay, well, watching Sinbad's acting style in this movie, because I do love Sinbad in a lot of things, but watching his acting style in this movie, I actually thought of someone that Sinbad's worked with before. And I thought he'd be a good new Sinbad in this movie. And he's old enough now. Keenan Thompson. Oh, okay. I could see Keenan Thompson doing, I could see him doing the crazy parts really well. I could see him doing like the, I'm just a dad trying to earn a paycheck for my kids type thing. Like I could see all the, Sinbad's like the bomb the bomb scene in the freaking building is radio station exclusively I could see like Keenan Thompson pull that off. Keenan Thompson gets a nod. Jay, who do you have for Myron? Alright, so for Myron, I went with Nick Offerman 
for Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. I think just playing that disgruntled mailman who just didn't get his kid the gift. Especially Myron had just this little bit of a bit to him where he's just a little bit crazy. I think he can pull that off perfectly. And I, I think it matches up very well with the person I picked for Howard. See, with, with that, and, and how, Howard is the main, main reason, because you have to find somebody to go back and forth with this one. Nick Offerman reminds me of a lot of one of the, the, the lone wolf in the Hangover movies. Okay. Yeah. Is that, with, oh, is that Galvanakis? Yeah. yeah Galvanakis. I think would play amazing in this role, too, but he just doesn't, oh, yeah. fit, doesn't really fit anybody that I have would go with it, so... There's that one. Nick Offerman gets gets that nod on that, that though. Uh, Jeremy starts this one off, and we're going to go with Howard Langston, the main character in this movie. He is a dad that forgot his kid's toy. He is a uh, advertising or sales representative. I can't remember. Ma- what he's, a, he's, a mattress. He's, a, he's a mattress salesman, isn't he? <laughs> Because yeah. didn't he say, like, in the first line, isn't he like, oh, you want 200 king size? Yeah, yeah. And then he tells his wife, the number one customer. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Yeah. And, like, I, and I, I had to laugh because I've done that, too. Like, have you ever told your boss that you love them? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. I've done Mm-mm. it multiple times. I've done, I, 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 it's just one of those automatic things that you say, and then you realize, it's like, nope, there's a, there's a commercial out out now of uh, a guy's trying to get get on a flight and they they tell him to have a nice flight and he goes you too oh <laughs> i've done that <laughs> and then, that yeah and then the entire like everybody stops the, the wife's just like the wife goes i don't even know you kids is, <laughs> kids is like that's not how this works or anything else it, one of the other one of the other side characters is like I don't even want to get on the plane anymore. Wow. <laughs> and the dad's sitting there going, it's like, can we just go? Like, I know what I say. Can we just go? Type thing. Anyway. Uh, sorry, Jeremy. Who was your Howard? See, I, I have two choices for Howard. Okay. Because at first, at first, I was thinking, like, I want to go with this. Arnold has that certain size about him. So you got to go with the size. Of the actor, and my first guess, my first choice would actually was because uh, I want, I kind of want to see him in a role like this, Brock Lesnar. But then I thought about, I don't think Brock Lesnar can act his way with a pure bag. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, so I thought about who I picked for my uh, what's his name, Ted, with it being John Cryer, and I was like, you know who could play the workaholic dad who's not that great a dad or a husband, Charlie Sheen. Uh, the, thing with, the thing with Charlie Sheen, though, is like, could Charlie Sheen fill out the suit? I believe he could. And there's special effects for all that. Especially now. It'd be more CGI now than ever. True. It wouldn't be... I mean, it'd all be CGI. That whole freaking fight sequence at the end would be CGI. Charlie Sheen gets a nod. I mean, I mean, honestly, if... Uh, what, the, what the hell was I going to say? Uh, I mean, honestly, I almost want to do like a recasting of this movie animated... Because then you could easily do uh, John uh, Redcorn for Ted. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> there's so many. There's so many things I go over. I love. That's like one of my favorite parts. Yeah, my favorite movie with King of the Hill. Running jokes. My favorite running jokes of that show is just that entire thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know what the, what we're talking about, King of the Hill. Uh, John Redcorn, go go look it up. Jay, uh, who do you have for Howard? Alright, so originally, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go with somebody big. I need to get somebody who can fill Arnold's shoes. And my first go-to automatically, I went to Terry Crews. And while mm. I still think Terry Crews could do a pretty good job of playing that naive workaholic parent who works a lot, does care but screws up and do it well plus he can definitely fill out that suit um i end up going with somebody else just because it fit better with the rest of my cast and i actually went with somebody that you had picked and that is mark Wahlberg. i think him and nick offerman could 
work well off of each other. I think he has the physique that when it comes time to wear the suit, he can wear the suit. He's shown that he can do family-friendly movies because he's done a few, including the new one coming out on Apple TV Plus where he's like a spy and his family finds out about it. But yeah, I think he'd be great. Mark Wahlberg gets a notch. Again, I have three picks on here, and the, the only reason why is because they, they go well with the other people that I have on, on the movie. I agree with you on Terry Crews, actually. Yeah. That is one person that I, I had on my list, and he's the only offset person of the three that aren't really, like one of these things are not like the other. Mm. That, was, that is Terry Crews. The other two, I myself and Jeremy, I know are huge wrestling fans. Okay. Uh, so I am too. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, he, oh yeah, he is. That's, he he adds into it in the chat all the time about wrestling stuff. So uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not a current wrestling fan. I'm a past wrestling fan, like 2013 prior. <laughs> okay, okay, nothing wrong with that. So when I when I started thinking about Howard and he had has to fill up the suit, it's, it's Arnold. You have to find somebody to match Arnold. Two names came to mind, uh, but it, they all have to deal with who you have for Liz, depending on what Jamie looks like. Mm. This is where, where it kind of confused me. So the two names that I was stuck on, who is has great comedic timing, they both have great comedic timing, is John Cena. Yep. I thought Dwayne, about that for a second. I did Dwayne Johnson. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, see, I, I, I thought Paul White for a second, too, but... You know, I thought of Dwayne, because I love The Rock and stuff, but I don't know. I feel like that'd be like giving Larry the Cable Guy another movie. Right, the only problem I have with The Rock is I feel like sometimes he has trouble not playing himself. <laughs> he, that's he. Yes, he plays himself in like 90% of the movies he's been in. He plays like basically his own personality. But I did think which... The Rock... I mean, it crossed my mind for a split second. So did, I mean, so did freaking uh, John Cena. But I feel like John Cena is looking too old nowadays. I mean, wrestling tears your body down, but he, he's, he's looking too old. He's still built, dude. Like he's still wrestling. Uh, every once in a while, he just he just got his ass kicked by uh, Solo Sokoa. Yep. I mean, not too terribly long I, ago. Not his body so much, but his face is starting to look like Ernest. Yeah, and that really kind, of, <laughs> and that kind. Of, that's why I really can't see him playing like a dad of a young kid they, like anymore. Like he did like 10 years ago on different movies, but very true. Well, and you know, you could switch it up and make it grandparents and then I mean, deal with the age thing, but you know, I don't know. Kind of like a racial work. thing. You could do the foster kid thing. I was thinking adoption, adoption. and all that shit. Too, yeah. but... Well, and see that that's the reason why I, I, I went with somebody who is, uh, as far as my Jamie goes, who is kind of who could fall into different categories? Yeah, racially kind of ambiguous. You know? Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. I just couldn't get it out of my but head. It's okay. We we can let Batista voice the reindeer. <laughs> well, and whoever we pick for Howard, you just gotta imagine them saying, "Put the cookie down." But I think I, I think I'm gonna stick with Terry Crews on this one. Good pick. Like Mainly it. because I don't think I've ever seen John Cena play a dad. Blockers, cock blockers. Yeah, but those were teenage girls, right? Yeah, those 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 are teenagers. Like, but he was a dad. I mean, he was a dad. But um, he did he did play a fatherly role in um. Yeah, he's home too. Fire, oh, fire movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was that called? Playing with fire. Yeah, playing with fire. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I saw that in theaters. That was actually a good. Yeah, one. He, actually a good one. He, he played a fatherly role in that one. He kind of plays plays an uncle role. He, he is an uncle in the um, Fast and Furious movies. Oh, yeah, fast. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and uh, well, people up. <laughs> and and Daddy's Home too. He played a father. Yeah. Yeah. Step, but again, step that, still. that has Will Ferrell in it, so I refuse to watch it. Not you and pick. I think Terry Crews would be fantastic. Yeah, and so Will Ferrell would be pretty good playing uh, Myron. Mm, I, Though probably I, people off. Would, people either love or hate him. Yeah, yes. there's there's very few movies of of Will Ferrells that I, I actually like. And the only only reason I like the movies is not because of him, in spite of him. The only movie I like because of him is the movie Stranger Than Fiction. 
Yes, that's a great one. That's a fantastic fucking movie, and I can't say anything against it. But I'm going with Terry Crews on this one. I think he would work well with any of the Myrons that we have. Uh, I would love to see him and Nick Offerman go back and forth. Yeah. This just seems such a weird-ass combination. I really um, do. I'm trying to think if Terry Crews is ever... I'm trying to think if Terry Crews is ever on Park and Rec for a guest thing, or if uh, Nick Offerman was ever on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine for a guest thing. I can't remember, though. Yeah, I can't either. But I think... You know, it's funny. When I went with Terry Crews, I actually had Kevin Hart as my migrant. And then I was like, yeah, I want to see him as Ted instead. <laughs> So, like, me and you were thinking very similar lines. Well, I put Kevin Hart because of Dwayne Johnson. Oh. Because oh, their, their, yeah. their movies are guaranteed box office. Every, right. every time, they're guaranteed box office because they're, they're just great together. Um, I had unless Mark they, Unless they play cartoon dogs. Unless they play cartoon dogs and that's horrible in the box office. <laughs> Speaking of, if you ever just have to go watch the movie Strays, go watch the movie Strays. Fucking funny. It's on. It's on. Uh, something. I think it's on HBO Max. I just. What? It's on Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock. Yeah, okay, that's what I saw it on. I... Yeah, it's on Peacock. But I, I had Kevin Hart for for The Rock, uh, Mark Wahlberg for John Cena, and uh, Keegan Michael Key to play off, off of Terry Crews. Oh, that'd be good. Because th- those are those are the combinations that I had. Because those two are the main. It's the movie, right? Though there. Those are the two that have to play off each other during the enti- entire thing. Ooh. So actually, you know, you could probably throw Jordan Pill in there too somewhere. Well, I was going to bring him up later as a director. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he would do. I mean, I could see that. I could see that there. Yeah. I mean, he's done some cool movies, but like, like he has he done a legitimate comedy, like a legitimate family uh, comedy. Uh, he, wasn't there a movie called <laughs> no, Keanu? Wasn't there a movie called Keanu? Was, was in? Yeah, yeah but it wasn't a family movie. Really. It was just like, funny. That wasn't a family movie. That was just a really dumb movie. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, but uh, it's just a really dumb movie. Not really a family movie, but I would like to see him branch out for that, which is the reason I, I didn't bring him up because I was going to bring him up as, as a director. Anyway. Welcome, everyone, to Bracket Bastards, your podcast where up to seven panelists take a tournament of various topics and banter it down to a winner. Fun, favorites, and some other F-words come up, so please, listener discretion advised. Bracket Bastards drops every Sunday morning at 8 a.m., wherever you get your podcast fix. Jeremy starts us off. Starting with Jamie again. Uh, you picked Ryan from Ryan's World. So is it Ryan Armstrong or Sunday Curry? I'll go with uh, I'll go with the one that uh, Jay said because it's um, she's been in a lot more and I can see her doing it. And I I've seen a lot of movies she's been in. She actually is a good actress, but no, she'll never replace Drew Barrymore in the original Fire Star. I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was one of the few things I saw and I didn't care for. And, Jay, same question. You have Ryan from Ryan's World or Sunday Curry? I'm going to go with Sunday Curry. I really like the fact that she's racially ambiguous. She's cute, you know. Plus, I I think this movie, Having to Grow Kid, just helps make it a better movie overall. Let's see. This is the problem that I, I have right now with the setup, is that I can't vote vote for Sunday Curry because it's my pick. Uh, right. I don't, I, I think depending on who who we have for the rest of it uh, is going to depend if Ryan can do it. Right. Uh, sorry, Ryan from Ryan's World because there's two different Ryans. And Ryan Armstrong, I think I think it'd be a little bit of a stretch to go that young, to be honest. Yeah. So she's 13 and she does look more mature than yeah. Us so, and, and if this is made tomorrow, mm. it, it would be kind of hard to do that. So I'm going to go for, I'm going to vote for Ryan from Ryan's world to push okay. this on to later. Cause that is a vote for each person. So 
Jeremy started that one off. Uh, Jay starts this one off. Liz, is it Constantine Wu or Eva Mendez? I'm going to go with Constantine Wu. I think her comedic chops just match a little bit better. Constance, not Constantine. Constance. Yeah, Constance. Constance. Sorry. I, I, I still have Keanu in my head. <laughs> which is supposed to be making a revival and sometimes it's hard to get get Keanu out of your head. So. Oh, yeah. It's that. Uh, you know what? Uh, I agree with that one as well because it does open the the route for Ryan from Ryan's world. True. Uh, in that as well. A little bit more so people don't have to sit there and go it's like why is there an asian kid yeah type thing so so there's that jeremy is it even mendez or uh tia mori honestly i i i don't think i've seen tia maori since the 90s so i'd have to go with eva mendez because i mean that's just eye candy see that was my question too it's like have has she been in anything in the last five years yeah, I mean, I, she was on a couple of they, She has a show right now that she's oh, on she does, Netflix. Like, she does Lifetime movies. She has yeah, Lifetime she does, movies. Oh, yeah, she does. And then well, her in, um, I forget the actor, but she's in another TV show that's on Netflix that's a sitcom that's doing pretty well. It's like Instant um, Mom she, or something like that. Oh, she's in Family Show. Game. It, it, Instant Mom's been over for 10 years, but. Um, oh, has it? She's she's on Family Reunion, wherever that is. That's what it is, Family Reunion. It's um yeah, dude from uh oh yeah from Friday. I can't think of his name right now. I'm looking at him. I can't tell you what his name. Uh oh, Richard Round. I mean, well, Richard Roundtree's in it, but yeah, she's been in stuff, but it's stuff that like apparently. Oh, Anthony Albi. Anthony Albi. He's the one from uh Friday. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. Anthony Edwards just popped in my head too. That'd be a great addition in this movie somewhere. But ooh, yeah. Jay started that one off, so I start this one off. Const- uh, Constance Wu moves on as Liz in in the final judgment. Uh, going up to Ted, we have Ed Holmes, Will Arnett, and John Cryer. I originally chose Will Arnett, so I cannot go for him on this one. So it's between Ed Helms and John Cryer. I personally think John Cryer is a little old for this. Uh, mm. So. And I also said before that Will Arnett and Ed Holmes are not too completely different as far as his role goes. And I would love to see Ed Helms going from like kind of a nerdy ass dude in The Hangover to a guy with so much confidence because he's loved by every single woman on the street. And <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Ed Helms is famous for playing the creepy guy trying to go after the young girl in the office. So yeah, Very so. True. Which it wouldn't be too much of a stretch for him, so I, I would. I, I'm going to go for Ed Helms on this one. Jeremy, is it uh, Will Arnett or Ed Helms? I mean, Ed Helms is just too creepy looking for me. And yes, uh, Phil Phil Hartman looked a little creepy in that movie, but um, he at least looked like an innocent dad at parts. So I mean, Will Arnett, I can see doing it right. And, and it's more of a preference thing. Will Arnett, 100. percent I mean, I could, I could see being Will Arnett. I love him as an actor, so. Arrested Development will not be perfect for that. Will Arnett gets a nod. Uh, Jay originally went with Ed Helms on this when he cannot do it, so is it Will Arnett or John Cryer for you? You know, I was down with John Cryer to begin with, but then you mentioned Will Arnett, and that's just, I would love to see him play in that role. I think he'd be great at it. I enjoy his comedy a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Will Arnett. And plus, I, I love the nod that Will Arnett, who is also famous for playing Lego Batman, would, right. be, in a, would be in another movie about toys. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> exactly. You can get in some kind of little Lego Batman joke. Yeah, have it in the background and just kind of have him stop. It's like not look yeah. at it a little bit. Kind of just kind of stop, move on. It's like maybe this one, and then just go go off of this. I think it'd be great. <laughs> it would be. Uh, <laughs> If you know, you know, type thing. Jeremy, because I started that one off. Uh, Myron, for you, uh, for the choices we have is Keegan-Michael Key, Keenan Thompson, or Nick Offerman. You originally had Keenan Thompson, so is it Keegan-Michael Key or Nick Offerman? Fuck, that's 
that's a fuck you Fred right there. But um Hashtag. Uh but I mean honestly I could see it I could see more I mean I could see my, I could see Keegan Michael Key in the diner scene pouring the alcohol into the coffee cup. I could see that. But I could also see Nick Offerman doing that and I could see Nick Offerman in full postal gear being the disgruntled government employee because that was his role in Parks and Rec for years. So I could see Nick Offerman doing that, yeah. Like he's so, he's good at playing crazy. He's good at playing crazy. He played crazy on um, Parks and Rec often. I love him for it. So Nick Offerman get, gets a nod on that one. Jay, is it uh, Keenan Thompson or Keegan Michael Key? You know, I'm gonna go with Keegan Michael Key. I, I just I love the idea, and like you said, I could see him in many of those scenes. You know, hamming up, playing crazy, but also. I think the important thing too when you're looking at Myron is part of the reason it works so well with Sinbad is Sinbad you have sympathy for him no matter what crazy stuff he did as a villain there's a little bit of sympathy because he still was this family guy just a little bit more removed from Howard and so I think Keegan can definitely play that role and get the sympathy a little bit more than Keenan Thompson can but I mean eh, but if you think about Think about all the diversity Keen Thompson had and all that, and like all he has in SNL. Like he has diversity in his roles that he can play. That's true. That is very true. He is definitely and, diverse. And and on the Keenan and Cal show, you always felt bad for him because he always like got put in these worst situations possible, and like he always was like a sad puppy dog. You did feel bad for him, especially with uh, Kel, because Kel got him. Yeah, mess. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if I'm quite ready for him though. Like if he was against anybody else, I'd probably go with them, but. I gotta go with Keegan. <laughs> it's still a good pick, though. Keegan Michael Keegan's are not on that one. World. I'm gonna go for Nick Offerman on this one. Uh, for multiple reasons, but the number one that comes to mind that has not been said yet is the simple fact that in the original movie, it was a, a the white good guy and the black bad guy. Mm. Both dad, they both have to do, and do, do everything. Um, uh, Howard was trying to kind of do it the right way. Right. And then Myron had a fake bomb that turned out to be a real bomb. Right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I would like... Oh, that, that was real? Damn, this world's crazy. Uh, out of the three Howards that we have right now, there is uh, there is one, one black guy in there. So I would like to have at least... I would like to have Myron switch races on this one. Okay. To have the white guy be the crazy dude yeah. and and i think nick offerman could actually play a crazy white dude that's that's the postal worker the a white disgruntled poster worker with a bomb oh yeah especially with that beard and everything yeah and and he has the best one of the best stashes in business so oh, yeah nick offerman gets my vote and moves on to the to that particular set list also means i start i start off howard langston on this one and we have Charlie Sheen, Mark Wahlberg, and Terry Crews. I brought in Terry Crews. I could not vote for him. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, I originally had as Myron to go off of John Cena. And I don't... I think Mark Wahlberg would be big enough to legitimately fit that suit. With very, very little uh, upsizing or, or downsizing in parts. Charlie Sheen... I don't see him as anywhere close to a superhero, with with the exception of the tiger blood. I, they I can think throw that in for comedic effect. I think he's too. I think he's too old for the role too. I mean, he he just he looks too old for the role. He's too beat up for the role. At least at, at least Robert Downey Jr., who has his past as well, he cleaned up his act. Uh, I, I know. Charlie Sheen is like five years, no, seven years sober now. He's, he's uh, 58 years old. Well, still. And so having him play that role, because at 50 years, at 58 years old, you'd have to be either a really young grandfather or, or actually just a grandfather, not even a really young grandfather, a grandfather at the point. Because, well, excuse me, um, Robert De Niro just had a kid at 79. That's Robert De Niro, dude. That 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 guy could probably shoot. Sh- sh- that guy should could probably shoot his sperm clear across an Olympic pool. All right, like 
you can't justify the fact that he's a freaking nature to to even even do that. But that would also well, I mean, mean most, like having most guys can shoot till they're old. Let's say that 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 your kid has a kid at eighteen. That would mean that he would have to have a kid at forty to be a grandfather. Most people have kids anywhere between the ages of twenty-five, uh, planned children in the ages of twenty-five to thirty-five. So that would put him as a grandfather in the role, because uh, the grandkid would be around the, the age of seven. But I think Charlie Sheen would just be a little, and I don't think he can go down far enough to fit that role. Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch, can I think he's childish enough to go down in age to a point that he can play a role and he does have the body type to be a quote-unquote action figure. I don't see Charlie Sheen being anywhere close to an action figure. So I do. I'm going to go Mark Mark Wahlberg on that one. Marky Mark. Jeremy, is it Terry Crews or, or uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg? I almost said Charlie Sheen. <laughs> well, I mean, if we are going with, if we are going with Nick Offerman for um, Myron, I think Terry Crews and Nick Offerman would make an amazing combo that I've never seen before. Like I don't think I've seen before, and I want to see it. Don't I? I'll go. I'll go Terry Crews. That, and like I said before, Terry Crews has the body type. You're right. Well, I'm gonna save you some time, and I was already leaning towards Terry Crews, um, especially I kind of had him as my pick for Howard at one point. And like you guys have said, I think him and Offerman together would be just great. Um, he could definitely fit the suit, play Turbo Man, and uh, you know he we we all know he has the comedic timing, so it'll be interesting watching him uh, beat up some Santas. <laughs> all right, we got to move back down to Jamie though. Uh, you got to kind of figure this one out. Sunday Curry, uh, Ryan from Ryan's World or Ryan Armstrong. Well, I think we definitely should either go with Sunday or Ryan from Ryan's World on this one. Yeah, because I think Ryan, Ryan Armstrong would be I, I, too white. Right. No, I mean, yeah, it's not, not going to work. Bring race in a bad way into this, but like I, she's just too white to go off of a a. Uh, I don't know what. I, well, I don't, like you said, you don't want the audience distracted watching the movie. Yeah, it, it, uh, between Con- <laughs> Constance Wu. And uh, I mean, I mean, I think Ryan from Ryan's World, just for simple fact that if you want kids to come watch this, want to see this movie, that's gonna get young kids in the theater. Is having hit advertised with Ryan from Ryan's World playing the role of the kid? Well, he does he, look young. They're millionaires. His his parents are freaking probably almost billionaires at this point because of him. So I mean, I don't know. You got a point. Right. Well, and you could easily make. Terry Cruz's Howard, a stepdad. You know, that's his stepson. It makes it even more of a big deal that he's trying to bomb with this kid. And here exactly. he is messing up again. And so he really wants to prove that he wants to be a part of their life. You know. Alright. And I, I agree with that one too. So let's go from Ryan from Ryan's World. No last name on that one. Ryan's World is his last name. Alright. I can, I can find out. As our guest this month, I'm going to let uh, Jay start this one off. Between Howard for Terry Crews, uh, Nick, uh, the Terry Crews for Howard, Nick Offerman for Myron, Will Arnett for Ted, Ryan from Ryan's World for Jamie, or Constance Wu for Liz. Is there any one of the any one of these that you would like to change and fight for? You know, I do not, man. I really like what we came up with. I think it's solid. Um, I don't have a dog in this race that I really feel like I need to get in there and fight with you guys on, so I'm sticking with what we got. Oh, and just so you know, Freddie, his last name is Kaji. K-A-J-I. Okay, Ryan, Ryan Kaji. Kaji. And apparently his mom was rest- and apparently his mom was Jeff Shoplifting at one point. Thank you, Google. Jeremy, do you have anybody on here that you don't want on here? No, okay. Actually, I'm no, I'm 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 good with everything on here. They make it all it all it all blends together perfectly. I think. Only thing I want to add is I want Johnny Depp to voice to be in the suit for uh, 
Boozer or whatever the hell his name is, the Tiger. Booster? Nobody likes Booster. <laughs> Nobody likes Nobody Booster. Likes Booster. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? Even better idea. Will Ferrell as Booster because I could see him all sweaty taking off the taking off the, the mask like, I'm dying in here, man. Come on. I know. Like, you, you need a nice cameo in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you had uh, multiple cameos with Santa. Yeah, Martin Mole. Like, for the big Santa, I was already thinking since we had Big Show last time, let's yeah. keep him with a big wrestler and do Braun Strowman. He has the body for playing that big giant Santa. Actually, that would be a good good part for Brock, Brock Lesnar. I mean, Ooh, I mean, yeah. Honestly, oh yeah. Or I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I was really loving uh, Samoa Joe in uh, as uh, uh, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. yeah, as Sweet Tooth. So I, I mean, let him play Santa. I mean, there was like you could have like a whole, you could have like a thousand wrestlers yeah, playing Santa wrestlers. in that one scene. There's yeah. Yeah, everybody from like from like. Oh. Did, Hornswoggle and Rand Mysterio in there, and hey, there was there was a little person saying that would work. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like you can have the entire wrestlers cast uh, in in this movie. It'd be uh, like in McGruber. It'd be like McGruber where they're in for one scene and they all die. Yeah, just I think it'd be great. Well, uh, we have fantastic cameos too because you had Martin Mull playing the uh, radio. radio yeah, DJ. The, yeah, Jim Belushi was the Santa that brought him to the other Santas. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the the old cop. I don't know if he was somebody actually, but the one that kept like harassing Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was. He was just far enough beyond my time that I. Yeah. Know, I was thinking it would be perfect role for Robert Patrick, everybody's favorite Terminator villain. You know, I think he oh, would be playing that cop. My, my second favorite male role on X Files. X Files. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So I don't really have any beef with this either, to be to be perfectly honest. Uh, I mean, I the only thing I would suggest would be switching out uh, uh, Nick Offerman for Keegan Michael Key because I think he had. I think Keegan Michael Key would bring a lot more comedy to it. Yeah, but, I can see that. Nick Offerman is one of the funniest motherfuckers you'll ever. If you've never seen a stand up, he's hilarious. He he's. He just seems too serious for me. Like, he's still funny, but he just seems too serious. Because uh, the one thing that... Psychotic. He can play psychotic with his eyes. Well, the, well but the, thing, the one thing that comes to mind with Keegan Michael Key for me is the, is the entire... Uh, what is it? Uh, crap. When he's a substitute teacher. Oh, like, yeah. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. Yeah. I, I think he'd, he'd be funny in the seri- like, at the same time. But that does bring me back to my entire race thing like I want the the mad postal worker to go postal to be a white guy because to to offset especially T- Terry Crews because you had Schwarzenegger who was a white guy a built ass white guy against uh, Sinbad who was not necessarily a built built black guy so now you have a uh, a built black guy in Terry Crews versus a not built white guy in Nick Offerman. So I'm, I like, I want it for the comedy, but I also want it for, I, I want to be Nick Offerman for completely different, more for visibility reasons as well. Right. So, it's kind of like the original, you know, Myron was supposed to be Joe Pesci. The role was made for Joe Pesci. They felt that he could match size with Arnold and that's why they went with Sinbad. So see where you're coming from. I mean, and if, if you really want Keegan Michael Key in this, he could be the, he could be the weatherman news announcer at the parade. Oh, he could do a whole bunch of different roles in this movie. Oh, yeah, you just have him pop up playing different roles throughout the whole movie. Like, <laughs> it's like the entire Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> yeah, it's like just you keep seeing him in the background in different scenes, and it becomes like an Easter egg through the entire movie. Right. I, mean, I still say I still say it should be Ryan Reynolds, not Stanley's dead. Ryan Reynolds should show up as Deadpool in every movie. Yeah, that could happen. It could happen, and it would be hilarious just to see him pop I mean, up in Marvel's space. Like, what like up? Ryan Waddle, but with Deadpool, man, that'd be dope. I would much rather have Stanley play like politicians role type thing mm-hmm. in the movie, but because you never really see politi- politicians in in a majority of. Uh, 
uh, of MCU movies, but imagine having a Stanley poster, like a politician poster, in the background, and your your Easter egg throughout the movie is trying to spot the Stanley for president. Right. Poster. Or, or just have a uh, missing since uh, two thousand. What was it? Seventeen. Yeah, which and, would like, be great because with with the entire uh, finger snap. Yeah. So you could have a stand like a, a a missing poster for Stan Lee somewhere throughout every single movie that you that you you would have to freeze frame it to actually catch it. So it's there, you know it's there, but you're gonna seriously try to figure out where in the hell in this movie that that it is. You do it in like the cartoons of like what is it across the Spider Verse and stuff like that. Right, so, right. Just have it somewhere on like a. Uh, a postal box or something like that as well, but I digress. It's not part of this one. So I'm gonna crazy. stick. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ha- having said that, having said that, I'm gonna stick with Nick Offerman for the visibility part. Uh, we've had Keegan Michael Key and come oh, very close to the movies that we've recasted in the past. Didn't he get? Didn't he get casted once or twice in different movies we did? I think he got cast at least once. I just can't remember what for. Because we, I know we had Jordan Peele direct in the one movie, so I know. Yeah. Oh, was he now? Did, oh, oh yeah. We said he'd be lurching at in uh, Amsterdam values. Oh. <laughs> because, because we were gonna we were gonna have Jordan Peele direct that. Oh, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, we. <laughs> so we have a running joke about having Johnny Depp somewhere in like every single movie that that we cast so far. <laughs> Hey, in, Ho- in, in Hocus Pocus, we cast him as the voice of the cat. So. Yeah. That Binks. Yeah. Yeah, Binks. So hilarious. Anyway, um, so I, I, I guess we the only person that we have to figure out now is, is the director. I I threw out a vote for uh, Peel on this one for uh, Keegan-Michael Key, but since Keegan-Michael Key is not going to be in the movie, with the exception of maybe a cameo in the back, do you guys have a director in mind for this? Uh, I do. I'm just trying to do a little research before I say it, but <laughs> uh. you know, I did not come prepared for the directing part. Um, so well, it wasn't on the to-do list, so <laughs> yeah. most, I mean, most of the time when I ask this question, it's like we have an idea of what type of movie this would be, and, right. but this is pretty much a straight up. I'm going to say a straight up copy. Of the other movie, like we're not really changing a lot, right. with the exception of of, of the, the tone and everything else is the same. Uh, All right, actually, you know what? I, I have a director in mind. I, I have a director in mind. I think. Yeah, I have a director in oh. mind. Amy Poehler. She's oh, directed before, and she and she knows she's worked with Nick Nick, Nick Offerman a lot, so she mm-hmm. knows how to direct Nick Offerman really well. And okay. plus, I, I believe she, she, she's worked with pretty much everybody else at some point in this, I think. She's been a lot, a lot of things, so. I would suggest Banks on this one. Elizabeth Banks. I, I think she would slip in so many adult-themed jokes. <laughs> so would Amy Poehler. Yeah, well, I, I but, um, Banks is known for it, though. Like, there's so many... Like, there, there's so many jokes in the uh pitch perfect movies and stuff like that that even as a teenager when i was watching that movie like i didn't get and now that i'm watching those movies again because my daughter is 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 in theater and and vocals and everything else i'm getting them now because of that i would love to see spielberg do this movie too yeah just because of the movie it which i don't like the movie it but it gives a little bit more of umph to that having Christopher Nolan do something like this would have a lot would make the parade scene a whole just oh great <laughs> actually actually no you know what you know what I could see directing this Kevin Smith <laughs> you know that's a good one I can see that that. that that is a good one I mean because he is very good about like parenting and divorce in movies and and like children, raising children in movies, he's all about that in all his movies. There's always some theme of that in some way. And he would make it funny because all his usual cameos of people in his movies would just be popping up. You'd just see like Jay 
as one of the Santas or something. You know, for me, I'm going to go with the oddball kind of choice with the Doofer Brothers from Stranger Things. Uh, because they I, have I, a lot of experience working with grand, high-skill ideas. And so I think, like, the fight scenes, the choreographing, especially that final scene, would be great. And then they have a lot of experience working in the child realm. So, I don't know. I think they, well, there's they not better a lot than of, people would expect. There's not a lot of children in the movie. I, ironically enough, this is not a, it's a kid's movie, but it's, there's not a lot of kids in this movie. Right. And also, and also, I mean, it's, the only thing I've ever seen the Duff Brothers do is Stranger Things. They only right, know how to do, like, right. horror. They, they know how to do horror. I haven't seen them do anything else yet. I, I just, I gotta imagine... They could do better, but like I said, it's an oddball choice. It's out there, um, just because I wanted to pick something. <laughs> but I do I like mean, the idea of Spielberg because I think Spielberg, of course, you know, would knock it out the park. And I think Spielberg would bring bring a little bit more of a name value to it. But I do love that I do love Smith in that one because I think Smith would bring a little bit more of some of the adult uh, comedy that right. you don't oh, know as a kid but you will know later on type thing absolutely uh, yeah. and him as a I, I, I say this in the best terms him is a little bit of a nerd anyway uh, with it being a being like an, an action figure toy might slip in different easter eggs in the background of other of of other action figures or stuff from this from the comic books that he's written, yes. So which would make this movie part of the entire uh, Jeremy uh, askew, right? It's something askew. View askew, view, view askew. Yeah, that entire universe as well. Which, That'd be pretty cool. Which, if you would make more movies on top of this, you can bring everybody else from that that universe into other movies. You can start this as an entire franchise. Uh, Think about it. Think about it too. In the scene in the mall where he's trying to, in the mall of America, like they could easily pull like a whole mall oh, rat thing in there where they absolutely. just walk past, like they walk past all, they, they walk past like Jay beating up a Santa Claus or something on this one, and right, they, yeah, you know, like whole, whole bunch of different ba- different background stuff that you you know because as a parent, not as a parent, as a as an adult, all the stuff that you've seen in the past, it's like oh I remember that, remember that, remember that type thing, and it'd be great. So yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm going to stick with Smith on this one, personally. You know what? I, I like it. I'm with you on it. You got my vote for Kevin Smith. I think he'd be fantastic. Harvey would approve. Yeah. What about your uh, your vote there, there Jeremy? Are you going to go with Smith as well? Oh, God, yeah. Kevin Smith could direct anything and I'll watch it. Well, right. I, I was assuming, but I, I needed vocal co- confirmation on that one. So, the updated version. This is not a remake, by the way. This is as if this movie never existed. Uh... As Jamie, we have Ryan Kaji from Ryan's World. Uh, that was a Jeremy pick, by the way, for Jamie. Liz is a Constance, Constance, I almost said Constantine, Constance Wu, another Jeremy pick. Ted, we have Will Arnett, uh, that was my pick. Myron, Nick Offerman, that was Jay's pick. Howard, as Ter- uh, sorry, Terry Crews, How- Howard, that was my pick as well, and director... Kevin Smith to do this entire thing. I would 100% watch this movie. Oh, I would. In a heartbeat. And if it was a remake and we were going to find a place to put an Arnold cameo, I think he'd fit much better in that booster suit than Will Arnett would. Especially the first time you see the actor in the booster suit, he's smoking a cigar. You just imagine Arnold being like, what took you so long? You know? Yeah, no, uh, I agree with that too. Actually, yeah, I, I could see it. I mean, but I don't think Arnold would do that. Oh, I don't because, know. Because he, might, does, he loved filming this movie. It's probably one of his favorite movies he ever filmed. Doesn't me. Arnold originally say that, or in the movie, doesn't he say something like, "Nobody likes Booster"? Yeah. yeah. So having him be uh, Booster, right? In the, <laughs> in, the, in the remake. Would just be a nice little callback as well. This movie would be so full, full of car, uh, callbacks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with that. That is this week. This week's. I say that every fucking time. This month's show, there, guys. Uh, the jingle all the way for the holiday season. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Jay, where can people find you? 
Hey, so my name's Josh, also known as J-Time, and keep an eye out, I am going to be starting the Toontastic Journeys podcast. First episode will be launching January 20th, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, and uh, yeah, that's me. Jerry. Uh, well, you can find me on Paranormal Normal, Maniacal Music Musings, and on Global Strangeness, and on Bracket Bastards of course. And you can, of course, find me on Facebook as the Uncensored, Unapologetic, and Untamed UQ Podcast Collective Group. And you can find me on everything else as that Juggalo Bastard, basically. Awesome. And real quick, I apologize. I do want to also add, you can also find me every Friday on Masturbators doing bracket reviews, as well as the show Season to Season, episode to air sometime soon. Uh, I am your host, Freddie Fisher. You can find me at that on Facebook. While you're on Facebook, check out Bracketology. We have two polls going up every single day. And currently, it is a search for Santa Bracket. We're taking a whole bunch of Santas from different cartoons and movies and TV shows and a whole bunch of other shit going on and bring them down to one. The other one is, of course, the uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, we originally did for Tom Hanks Giving. We are doing that one on Facebook now so you can vote along. Both of those are in round one currently as we record. And not as when this is posted, but as we recorded, they're both in round one. On Twitter, uh, I'm at Fisher777. We're all at BracketPod. And on Instagram, you can find me at Can't Lick Me. Not one word. Next month, we are doing our first non comedy movie. So. Uh, look forward to that one. We are doing the 1999, I would like to say it's a classic at this point, Tom Hanks non-starring movie, The Green Mile. Okay. I'm oh, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> uh, if mile. I remember right, it's going to be my, myself, Jeremy, and I know Casey, Casey from... Uh, <laughs> An evening at from the evening at the movies, I, I almost said something else. From evening at the movies, we'll be joining us on this one, and I think we might have another special guest involved with that as well. So, other than that, we will see you guys 